So yeah, she gave birth how, to Darth Maul. How the hell that must have hurt with his horns, man? Oh, <laughs> ow. Oh. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories. Histories. And details. You never knew. Wanted to know. Or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today we are talking about Mother Towson? <laughs> this is a mouthful. How did I know you were going to end this name with a uh-uh? With a question. Yeah. Um, Mother Towson. <laughs> oh, I know in... who this is. I, this is, yes. is going to be one of the few characters you pick from the Clone Wars that I already know who this is, although I didn't know her name. Woo. I just looked up I her know. picture. I don't know who this is. Well, Dave, She's Mother one Towson bad is... mother. Shut your mouth, Dave. Mother... One bad mother Towson. One bad mamma jamma. She's only... a bad mamma jamma. <laughs> <laughs> Just as she bad appears, as she uh, can be. I'm sorry, Chris. Mama That's look okay. A, mama look a boo-boo. Kill, kill, kill. Asaja Press. Kill, kill, kill. Jedi. Kill them until they are dead. Kill, kill, kill. Thank you. <laughs> what the hell was that? No, I'm sorry, I'm back. Alright. No, Cal's doing folding laundry and I saw something where I didn't know we that was in this house. Alright, let's let's continue. Is it that Your Star thong? Wars thong I got you? No, it's not a thong for me. Oh. That's all I'm saying. Luke? Luke? Uh, it's not a song it. yeah, it's not a thong for Luke either. Comet? Uh oh. It's not a thong for Comet. Goldfish. Correct. <laughs> bloop, bloop, bloop. All right, Mother Towson. Well, how appeared. can you tell what the goldfish's butt cheeks are and stick it down the middle? <laughs> and it says pink on one side and slut on the other. <laughs> the goldfish one, not the one Chris is talking about. <laughs> one of the pink, one of the. All right, who are we doing? It's the smile that smiles back. What is it called? What are those crackers, Kay? Goldfish, yeah. Ritz chips. I was listening to our George Hamilton episode recently on Grady's. Ritz chips. <laughs> Took us all episode to figure that out. Mother Talzin. Yes, appears in some Clone Wars episodes which Dave saw twice. Am I right, Dave? Well, you said, and I had forgotten about this when we were talking earlier, that Tim was hoping we would all go watch the cartoon episodes that this character was in. Correct. So uh, raise raise your hand if you've done that. I watched them today. I hear I hear no hands raising. I've seen these by accident, but not for this show. Really? Oh, yeah, because I know what this character is because it was, uh, well, Tim will get into it, but a voice of a character that is in her storyline is by a voice actor that I think we all actually like, so I don't know mm-hmm. if it's revealing anything or not, so I'll wait till we get to that point, so that's what made me watch this. Okay, I don't know who this is, and Chris said you didn't watch anything either, right? I Not recently. I did see this when it aired. <laughs> But you know me and my memory, so I might not remember any of this. Okay. <sighs> all right. <laughs> We've all just dis- we disappointed Tim. Sorry, Tim. Well, well I was I, I was basically I, here's the thing is I wanted Dave to watch these episodes, so there would be less episodes for him to watch when we did the Darth Maul stuff because this all this is this is basically uh, Exhibit One A before we get to the Darth Maul episodes down the road. I just wanted to get his toes in there to. So we didn't have to watch as much for Darth Maul. 
Uh, that was nice of you. I'll watch these when you watch X-Files Fight the Future. We'll swap. Can I just watch the new Netflix? I was say, the, that's the gonna, new Netflix ones? It's going to be a problem because he's not going to tell you if he did or not. Yeah, yeah that would be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, maybe once I hear your story, it'll it'll get me to, li- to watch these. Then. All right. Well, my name is Knight Christers. <laughs> you get it, Tim? I get it. The Knight Christophers. It's, it's the it's the uh, tribute act for for Night Ranger and Sister with the Sister Christian. Sister song. Christian, know oh, the time has come. Mother Towson. Beady 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 bum. Everything's beady beady. Beady beady. Today I'm joined by that, that uh, graphic going around the beady beady eight is pretty funny. I thought of Tim immediately after I saw that thing. Yeah, that's perfect. It is funny. It is funny. I am joined by Shaman Matt. Or maybe it's Shaman Matt. Maybe it's Shaman. Shaman, Shaman Matt. Uh, hey, little boy. Oh, no proof. <laughs> no proof. <laughs> um, and somewhere not near me because we have a big snowstorm. This is a damn miracle we're recording tonight. And ironically, the guy who lives nowhere near the snow is having the most technical difficulties this evening. <laughs> Me. I am joined by Dathomir Dave. That sounds familiar from other shows. A Dathomir. It was probably Dathomir Dave. It's probably the seventh time he's used it because he refuses to open the <laughs> encyclopedia about him. Like I know I've heard that term before. <laughs> yeah, what do we have? Thirty? We have thirty inches or something? And I'm we are recording. And, yeah. and I'm talking about the snow. This will be uh, <laughs> this will be released like the Monday after, where you're probably still digging out. But yeah, this is we're recording during the the blizzard of 2016. Hopefully, the only one. Snow I'm saying that like I'm affected in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> it's so hot Let- in this room, guys. Oh, <laughs> so sweaty, <laughs> so sweaty. Who's in the orange I'm eating? Mm. Well, I'm always in my underwear when we record Swick. <laughs> Even those video specials we did. What? What? <laughs> Sorry. And wait, last but not oh, least. Oh, we're not done Out- yet? No. Outer Rim Territories Tim. Oh, I thought you were going to call me Mother Timson. Ooh, that would be a good one, Tim. It would have been. It would have been. But, well, I know. But it wasn't. But it's but it not. Wasn't. <laughs> I know Dave can't wait to hear some facts about Mother Towson, so please, Tim, give us a three hour episode featuring her. <laughs> It, it's uh, this this one this one could could be a little bit longer. I, I, I did write a lot down. I wrote I wrote this I wrote this down weeks ago, and I haven't really gone back to look at it. And I have horrible handwriting, so I might stumble over a little bit of this. But hopefully, at the two hour mark, we can start to wind it down. I think oh, yeah, I think he's pretty much giving you guys an excuse to go start shoveling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Shit. Mother Talzin, she is a. I'm not really even sure how, how to categorize her. Uh, I have it written down. She's a Dathomirian female, but I'm not really sure if she's technically a Dathomirian. I don't know. She's because she's not not necessarily of this realm. Um, 
She is the clan mother of the Night Sisters, which is a coven of force sensitive witches. Ooh, I like this. <laughs> yeah, I and they being combine- sarcastic. No, like, I like, it, like he scared you. Ooh, I'm, <laughs> I'm scared. No, this this sounds like for whatever reason already that scene in Clash of the Titans with the witches with the one eye, and On they pass the, the eye, and they pass the <laughs> eye around. That always freaked me out because they were cannibals. Oh, that was and, that movie. Yeah. I always yeah. attribute that to like Dark Crystal for some reason in my memory. No, that's how shitty my memory is. Perseus went to see him, and they had the one eye, and they wanted to come closer because they wanted to put him in the stew and eat him. Oh. I'm all, I've always been put off by stuff like this, so think, Tim saying that has already hooked me in. I think the old witch in Dark Crystal took her eye out to look around corners and stuff, too, now that I think about it. Rip off. <laughs> hey. No problem. So the, the four sisters, they, they, uh, they're they force-sensitive, but they combine a form of force use with magic. Do they like is one is two of them the arm and two of the legs and they turn into a giant lion robot? <laughs> They're Voltron. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when you said that. <laughs> They're the cat Voltron. Uh, uh, not the they, shitty car one. They're not. It, it's it's not the same as the Force in terms of like lifting things up and being able to see the future. That kind of thing. They still have to use other things to sort of tap into that. But they can manipulate their surroundings. And they can also like they make potions, you know, boil, boil, double and troil, or whatever they call that. <laughs> bubble, bubble, toil and trouble. But that's it. What you say, Tim? Boil, boil, bubble, boil, <laughs> bubble, boil, bubble, okay. boil. Yeah, bubble. A, pop my boil. <laughs> How about bubba? Have you any black sheep wool? I'm trying <laughs> to combine every rhyming thing I can right there, but none of them rhyme. Make a lick a high, make a high new. <laughs> so in in the culture that that she's in, the females were the dominant. Uh, they were they were the breadwinners. They wore the pants in the households. Um, and on the planet of Dathomir, the women lived on one hemisphere and the men lived on another. So if they wanted to get busy, they had to take a little trip. So they had to be in shape. I was say, leave me leaves a new meaning to Twilight if they met in the middle of the hemispheres. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, as Chris said earlier, she we only see her in the Clone Wars, <clears throat> and uh, we sh- she appears across, I think two or three seasons. There's different storylines throughout the throughout the the series, and in my opinion, these are some of the best Clone Wars episodes. Uh, she shows up in the third season. I think she, there's a storyline in the fourth, and I think there is one in the fifth. But um, in in this one, uh, we find out the, in in the back her backstory that she is the she is the person that supplied Asajj Ventress to Count Dooku uh, to to become his assassin. Um, so there's 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 some there's some story there, uh, but that would most of that would go into an Asajj Ventress episode if we ever were to do one. So I'm going to skip that in the <laughs> event that we do an Asajj Ventress episode down the down the down the way. In terms of, I don't want to give away all that story now. And there's going to be a lot of other story from another person I'm going to mention here in a moment. Oh, uh, <clears throat> now her early life little is known on on, on Wikipedia. There's a ton of information, but. Most of the stuff, like from like where she was born and who her parents were and where she was raised, there's nothing, nothing there. Basically, her canon story begins as she gives birth to her first son, 
a little red baby boy named Maul. Wait a second. This is what? Darth Maul's mother? Yep. Mama! <laughs> That's where Dathomir must come from when his name comes up and shit. That's probably what I, what I remember. Oh, God. <laughs> So, yeah, she gave birth to Darth Maul. How the hell? That must have hurt with his horns, man. Oh, <laughs> ow. Oh. <laughs> I, would think, I would think the baby doesn't have much of, much horn. A baby, baby Maul has very little horns. Hopefully, it was, still. Hopefully it was breach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maul. 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 What? Okay. So, I'm looking at pictures of this damn thing now. Oh my god. Thing. Oh what? my god. Is, is there a picture of baby mall? Is a it, little yeah. boy mall and he's got some significant horns. Yeah, his horns are like longer. What did the I I think I remember from him. Don't they like don't they sand them down? Yeah, they grind them down like Hellboy. Yeah. Yeah. Is <laughs> it, it don't they? Yeah. Yeah, they they they're they're continuously growing, so for like, fashion's sake. They, they're like antlers. Yeah. There's a there's a great comic that this is way off subject, but there's a great comic of Darth Maul returning to Tatooine and attacking Obi Wan, and he's got like robot legs, not like those spider legs from the cartoon, but robot <laughs> legs, and he's not groomed his horns. Basically, he looks like a elk. It's actually it's it's it sounds funnier than it looks. It actually looks really kind of menacing when he lets his horns grow out. Yeah, that's from one of the Visionaries comics. And yes, actually, yeah, the, yeah. the the look of the look of that is what eventually inspired the look of the Darth Maul when he shows up on Clone Wars. So, yeah, that's uh, it's a it's a cool it's a cool thing, and and that that whole idea that Darth Maul survived is is neat. Um, a, lot, a lot of people dress up like this character at cons. I'm looking yeah. at pictures. Wow, that's a there good was villainous a costume at, that wants to really wants. Are you talking about the Darth Maul or the chick that? No, the. The mama, mama, yeah, that's a that's a good villainess costume for someone that wants to make an elaborate costume instead of just putting on an imperial uh, uniform. There's a lot. You know what she looks like? She looks like the diva from Fifth Element. Who's doing the things with their hands as we do that? Yeah. <laughs> I was doing actually that. doing it. I was even thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she, she does if you just if you just painted her blue there was yeah we were christian and i were watching doctor who and there was a character that looked a lot like the diva as well just i think just within this past week so this is the second time i've done the with my hands flapping back and forth <laughs> now word of talzin's powerful magical ability after dinner uh, i feel like i got four stones in my stomach <laughs> and uh, it found its way in like whispers to Darth Sidious. So Darth Sidious is just getting started in his in his Sith career, and he hears about this this uh, this Talzin. So he makes his way to Dathomir to find out who this Talzin is. And when he gets there, he but basically what he wants to do is he wants to find a way to add the magic to his the way that he does things with his dark side force because he, he he just wants to be as powerful as he can be have to believe when, we are magic <laughs> <laughs> nothing can stand in our way bum, bum, bum. when uh, when he gets job. there <coughs> he he finds out that she's with child so Ooh, i have a child he, he senses the power of this baby 
Give me back my son. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't. He doesn't kind of let on. So what he what he does is he is he tells her about the Sith and he's like, "Hey, man, um, yeah, the Sith. We got these. There's two of us. There's me. I'm the leader, and then there's a person apprentice, and I'll let you be my apprentice." So she's like, "Oh, cool. That would be awesome. I, I want to be. Yeah, that sounds awesome." So. And he's he strings her along, and then when she gives birth to Darth Maul, he steals the baby and runs away because he's he he was like just stringing her along until there was a baby Maul that he could take away to make his apprentice. So Darth Maul has an apprentice. No, uh, Darth Sidious stole oh. Darth Maul to make Darth Maul his apprentice. Okay, he stole her him from Mother Talzin. I don't know if this is in one of the books or if this is in comics or something like that. I I know that there was a book out there uh, about Darth Maul in his early life, but I don't <clears throat> I don't know how much of it goes back with Mother Talzin, if at all. I know some of this stuff has sort of been rewritten since the the Clone Wars episodes have come out. Well, how does Sidious know that this is an opportunity for him? Is she like well known throughout? Like the galaxy, that not only does she have magic, but but Jedi powers, and that her child will be powerful. Is that does he know her reputation? Is that why he's targeted her? He he had he had found out about her about the Night Sisters, which is the 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 witch clan that she's part of, and he know he he had learned of their ability to mix the Force and magic together. So he went and he, re, he saw how powerful she was, but he saw an opportunity where rather than having to deal with someone who is already an adult and set in their ways, he could just mold an apprentice from a, from birth with this new baby. So he promised her that, that she would be his apprentice, but he lied to her basically just so he could stay close. And when she gave birth to the baby, he would just run away with it. This doesn't sound all that different from what Qui-Gon does for some reason to me. Like it's not as it's not as devious. But it's kind no, of the and, same. It, and it sort of seems like it sort of seems like uh I mean, I don't know how old I guess, I guess this would have been about ten years before Anakin. So I guess Darcidius went and, and did his little diddly diddly and created <laughs> uh he created a little eight year old Anakin. You know, without having to any dingus movement in swing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping it clean for the kids here. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like what 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 was to stop him, Sidious, from doing that with Anakin in in the same way because he already had an apprentice and they could only have one. Well, he might have he might have just foreseen Maul as being. A weapon initially, which is what he was. It wasn't. It wasn't like Maul was um, much of a, a a leader or a th- or, or even much of a deep thinker. It really seemed like in the movies. <laughs> so I think that is true. He, I think he was going to use Maul initially and then try to create someone with Anakin. Mm-hmm. So someone who's who's created via the Force, right? If it's if it's to be believed that Darth Sidious is the one who came and filled her up with a baby. Buttercup. <laughs> Fill her up, Buttercup. <laughs> yeah, so, because he's, he's kind of like a, a 
a henchman or, or a goon or something compared to some kind of these of, other yeah. people. Darth Maul, he's just uh, he's a heavy. He'd be an awesome hockey player. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> he the, would be. He's the Ty Domi of Jedi. I was about to say Ty Domi. <laughs> or, or Bob Probert. They're the red. Probert. Always Probert with Tim. Yeah. I love Bob Probert. <laughs> I think both Ty Domi and Bob, Bob, Bob Probert, I think. I think both of them have, have passed on. You don't do uh, Craig Berube? You, you, you go outside of... I was also a big fan. Okay. You go outside of the Flyers for Stick your, modern and go Danny game. Carzillo. Well, I think he just retired this He's year, He's one too. of the few goons. Bobby Clark. No. He wasn't a goon. <laughs> Not a goon. Dave Schultz. Um, now, <laughs> he, he, stole, he stole her baby. He was, a, he, was a, he was like a little Sith dingo. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the Sidious ate your baby. <laughs> I mean, for a second so, baby, so Chris can do, your baby having my baby. Oh, well, baby. baby. Well, baby. <laughs> so it was at this point that uh, she got pissed, obviously. If, you, if someone steals your baby, you get pissed at him. And she vows revenge upon the Sith Ooh. for this betrayal. Not today. Which which is strange because did she I, say, I, I, I guess she was playing the long game. Did she ever say, because, give me back my son? He's <laughs> Gary Sinise, maybe. <laughs> did she ever want I, to smoke? <laughs> oh, come on. Was she ever called sugar tits? That's old news. That's old news. Um, so... I don't know if she was playing the long game because she did eventually make a deal with uh, Darth uh, or uh, Count Dooku down the road. So knowing that he was a Sith and then she makes more deals with them a little later on. But there's there's more that goes on goes along with that. Uh, but <clears throat> at that point, Darth Maul is out of the story and then she just kind of hangs back and um, is just. Keeps going on as the leader of her, of her uh, witch clan. Um, and she was, she was handed, she was handed over uh, a very young Asajj Ventress, or she handed over a very young Asajj Ventress, Ventress to a pirate. Aye. Sorry, I got that. I got that mixed up. She did. She didn't give him initially to uh, Darth, to Dooku, but to the pirate, and then eventually. She makes her way to Dooku. So that's like a side of story. She's a slave um, trader now. <laughs> she kind of, yeah. Now she didn't know the whereabouts. Um she she didn't know the whereabouts of Maul, but she could still sense a connection to him. So she did know that he was out there in the universe. She was just unable to locate them. Oh. Somewhere <laughs> out there. Is that American <laughs> tale? Yes, it is, Matt. <laughs> Someone sing a prayer. We sang that in chorus. Yes, that's right. That's right. We'll find, find one, one another. Was that right before we had to do the Yub Nub song? Yub Somewhere Nub. out there. Out, out where, where dreams come, come true. You guys already trying to posture for a Swicky, a 2016 Swicky with that performance? We already oh. won. We already won that shit. Yeah, what is that? All about. <laughs> oh, what's Mary Matt? No, according to according to our, our comments on our website, Dave's the most hated person in America. That's what I, I told Dave. I said, "Stop saying people hate you. People love you." America. 
It was just of the year. It wasn't. I was very clear when I put that stuff up. It was of the year. It wasn't just favorite in general. It's okay, Dave. I had a good year. I'm just kidding. You had a good run. I got a question. Good luck editing the show from now on, Dave, since you're the favorite. (laughs) I have a question. That has something to do with what you're talking about, but not really. Why is Count Dooku Count Dooku and not Darth Dooku? Because <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. Darth well, his, Dooku? Yeah. Count Dooku is his slave name. Darth Dooku is his Sith name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, Darth Tyrannus is his Sith name. Yeah. No, Count, I guess I guess he... he oh, that's was, right. He is Darth Tyrannus. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. But I, it's, it's easier to say Count Dooku. Someone but I think, that likes The Force Awakens would know that, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, who's your favorite now? <laughs> I never, I never really read into Count Dooku's backstory to find that out, but w- eventually we what will. What is do he? The count of chocolate numbers <laughs> counting. He's, you know, that he was does. What, he does was, look very nice and brown. So yeah, I was wondering what what he is the count of. If Count Chocula is the count of chocolate, and Count Van counts the count of chocolate, I don't want to know what Count Dooku is the count of. <laughs> One piece of shit. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> now we're we're coming up to the point where we actually are seeing Mother Talzin on screen in the in the Clone Wars. And Chris and I attended this thing when when she was first um, when she was first introduced. They they actually did this special movie theater screening of three episodes. Where they introduced Mother Talzin and they introduced Savage Press. And Chris, you went to the one in Philly. I did. And I went to the one in Atlanta. So we Chris and I were seeing it on the big screen in a thousand miles apart from each other. I, I remember I took like ten posters thinking, Oh, free posters. And now they're all downstairs in the basement, a pile. Big Do show. you have you seriously have a whole bunch of those posters? Yeah, I did. I took like a bunch of them. Oh, you need to Keep some of those for prizes. We'll take <laughs> you. We should take him to the you know what? convention. I will. I, I will. I will have if you and along. Tim weren't such good friends for such a long time, and I didn't know that. I just I would be really worried about the stalker potential in Tim, where he can name what city, time, and date you've been in someday. On, a lot on this show. <laughs> you he's bought he's, this, and you own that, and you were at what this. Is that? Yeah, what's that about, Tim? Do you have a diary of me or something? I do. I have a movie diary. <laughs> And I have I have a tracker that I placed in Uranus in a, in, uh, in Anaheim. So ever since last April, I've known all of your movements. How did you put it Literally. in there? Tim? I got Marcus to. <laughs> I pre- I pretended to almost die while sleeping, and when you tried to revive me, I reached in and swoop. Yep, and that's the noise. Swoop. Yeah. <laughs> swoop. He has a little, a little. I covered crisp. it. I covered it in yogurt to, to for ease of <laughs> entry, and there I, it went. Thank God it was yogurt. French vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys, you guys, yeah. are, you guys are so cute. <laughs> oh, Tim. Yeah, I remember so, when you went to that. You got not only did you get those posters, and you gave you gave a couple to me, and and I was like, thanks. Um, <laughs> but you also throw got these t- out for me. 
<laughs> so you don't want to throw these out. You want me to throw these out for you? <laughs> you also got us T-shirts. You got a bunch of T-shirts. Oh, that's right, the T-shirt, yeah. My son, actually, it was huge at the time. Right. When he was yeah. little, he, wear, he wears it to bed now. He wears his, <laughs> what is it? What is it, Savage Press? What the hell is that? It's just, yeah. <laughs> oh, that boy. was a character I was talking about that made me watch these these episodes because of the, the voice actor. Is that his yeah. brother? Is that Darth Maul's brother or something? They're like half brothers. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think uh, Talzin had anything to do with dropping that baby. But I think um, his the whoever the father was. So I think they're half brothers. Okay. Well, my son's wearing a T-shirt to bed with that with that guy with the with the horns. I don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, Matt, I'm blanking on the name. Clancy Brown, isn't it? Clancy Brown, yeah. Lex Luthor himself. Yeah, that's why I watched Great him. Voice. Yeah, Clancy Brown was the voice of Savage Oppress, and he does a really great job. Um, He's got a great but, voice. Yeah, he does. He's a good but, actor, too. Like, anytime he shows up and so, like, he was in The Rock and stuff. Like, every time you see him, it's he's he he can hold his own with anybody. He's good. He was awesome he's in, in the, uh, Carnival. Uh, okay. He's in the new new movie with uh, Clooney. Um, I think Caesar is it called or Hail Caesar? Oh, Hail Caesar. Caesar! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Christy wants to see that. Well, yeah. All movies. If, if he's working with the Coen brothers, like he's he's still up there, cream of the crop. So good for him. Cool dude. He's a cool dude. That guy. Despite um, Highlander. <laughs> I liked him in Highlander. Yeah, he was he was a he was one of the positive things we had to say about that when we did that on Grady's. That's true. Yeah, it's a menace to him. Yeah, he and um. The guy who does not taxi cab confessions, but uh, ta- the the taxi cab game show. Oh, I uh, guess the two of them are like good buddies. Are they oh. really? <laughs> That's ben, ben uh, what's his name? Ben something. Yeah, uh, Cash Cab. That guy. Yeah, Cash Cab. Yeah, That's he's funny. A, I didn't know he's a stand up comedian. Yes. He does. Yeah. He plays helium here in Philadelphia a lot, and he's like dirty. Really? <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't think it from Cash yeah. Cab. His, his first name's Ben. I forget his last name. Dover. <laughs> and and I've seen his com- I've I've not seen him live, but I've seen his comedy on TV, and he's good. He's like and dirty. I think that the two of them met because they're both like huge fans of like punk and hardcore. Yeah. So I think that's that's how they got to know each other is going to like these punk and hardcore shows shows in LA and and DC and and that sort of stuff. And they and they that I think that's how they that that's how I read that their friendship sort of blossomed blossomed. Who put a tracker in who in that relationship? <laughs> Tim. <laughs> That's where I got the idea. Tim has trackers all over the U.S. So, but yeah, this this the the story is it is the Savage Press story that for those of you who are listening who may have gone to one of those screenings, which was which was actually one of the most fun things to do. It was really neat to go and see these these Clone War episodes. Ben um, Bailey on the big screen. <laughs> Rich Tim Bailey, Ben Bailey. That's the guy's oh. name. Rich Chip. Sorry, that was gonna that was gonna bother me. So to to sort of recap those those episodes, it starts out with so uh, um, Asajj Ventress, you know, space battle, and she gets to a big fight with Luke or, or I'm sorry, Anakin and uh, Obi Wan, and they're on a ship, and Dooku pretty much abandons abandons her because. Darth Sidious senses her getting too powerful and he tells Dooku to eliminate her. So that's what he, he does. He leaves her to die. Uh, but Asajj Ventress does not die. And she makes her way back to Dathomir to the night sisters to try to get their help in revenge. 
So they help out. It doesn't work out initially. They 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 go as invisible spirits to attack Dooku while he's sleeping. We actually get to see what kind of PJs Count Dooku <laughs> wears in this. PJs? Yeah, he's got PJs. PJs. Like the the thing from the kid from a Christmas story with the rabbit ears and the footies? <laughs> no, like Minus the, uh, the rabbit ears. Like the uh, CW cartoon with Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some strangely shaped claymation black people all around. Oh, over his body. <laughs> Just crack pepper? They look like, they have, look like right? snorks. Snorks. <laughs> they kind of do, actually. <laughs> so that doesn't work. Dooku, Dooku survives. So they come up with plan B, which is to create their own monster to uh, to give to Dooku as kind of like a Trojan horse sort of thing. He, he's... They're going to give it, give him Savage Press. They create Savage Press from Darth Maul's half brother, and they fill him with magic, and they send him off. And he's basically a sleeper agent until he's activated to turn on, on Dooku. And it's really, it's it, these episodes are really great, and I feel really bad that Dave hasn't seen them because <laughs> if he saw them, he would probably be saying this is the best thing of Star Wars since 1977. <laughs> I don't feel bad that I haven't seen them. I'd hate to say I think David ranked the holiday special before the Clone Wars. <laughs> uh, but uh, is so there, is there an old Wookiee looking at porn in these episodes? <laughs> that was a terrible impression. <laughs> Every time I think of that, that Tim didn't joke. Tim makes this joke a lot, and I always laugh. Anytime there's some weird noise, Tim always goes, "And that's full release." <laughs> 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 and I always laugh. <laughs> Full release. So, Dooku uh, Dooku gets gets double crossed, uh, and he he doesn't kill Savage Press. Savage Press escapes. The there is no real revenge, and Savage Press or uh, um, Count Dooku is basically fuck those Night Sisters. I'm going to get my <laughs> revenge on those bastards for for uh, for for trying to kill me. So there's there are some episodes in the future where they go back to the Night Sisters and Dooku actually sends General Grievous with his entire force of droid uh, the droid army to Dathomir to fuck the shit up on these uh, these Night Sisters. And this is this actually is even better. This storyline is even better than the uh, the Savage Press because she's able to using magic, raise all of the the dead night sisters that are buried all around them. And then she creates this like black cauldron zombie army of night sisters to fight, uh, to fight the, the droid army. And it is awesome. I'm not, I'm not even at Dave's house, but I hear him getting up and walking away for a little bit. That was me. <laughs> yeah. I'm here. I made, <laughs> I made, I made a, a resolution. To not do that, I'm listening. This <laughs> to is force in- himself. Yeah, this is no Tim. Tim is intriguing me. This is I'm I'm being snarky, but this does sound this does sound pretty cool. She so she has this night sister zombie army, and eventually there there's the numbers are just too great, and the the night sisters are defeated, and um, Talzin knew that she was going to be executed. So what she did was she actually kind of did what Obi-Wan did where he became one with the force. 
she sort of retreated into the magic. She sort of dissolved herself into this sort of green mist, but she was still able to communicate with, with the corporal world, corporeal world. Is that the right word? So the corporate world. (laughs) Yeah. She put on a suit and a a pantsuit. She now runs Yahoo. (laughs) So, um, so she's, she, she's no longer of this plane of existence. Um, but before before all of this happened, she basically told Savage Press, "You have a brother out there. Uh, his name's his name's Molly. You know, you'll <laughs> know where to find him." And he does. He goes and finds him, brings him back to uh, Mother Tolls, and he's a he's a fucking wackadoodle at this point. Uh, he's cut in half. He's 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 living in garbage. He's insane. Uh, but he brings him. He he's he. he Gets Talzin, and it's been a while since I've seen this episode. I don't know if he brings him somewhere or if Talzin is somehow summoned to them. And she uses what's what's left of her magic to sort of calm Darth Maul's brain and create these ma- magic legs, Lieutenant Dane. <laughs> Lieutenant Dane. And create these magic legs for him. Uh, and that's pretty much, and then she just sort of disappears at that yeah. point. I don't know if we've seen the last of her because I'm told that things are happening in rebels now that are, I, I actually might start watching the show again. Um, some interesting stuff that she might even show up maybe, but she has a lot to do with the return of Darth Maul. And there's a lot of shit that happens after Darth Maul comes back. That is like jaw dropping in my, opinion. so what do you mean? She conjures the like from the little that I know about this, he comes back and he, and he kind of did look like some kind of, Erector set spider, or like the thing from Wild Wild West. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but then he did have just like two legs. I've seen pictures of these things. You said conjures. Does she make those legs for him? Yeah, she sort of. He he has that sort of like weird spider body, like a Barry Sonnenfeld directed Star Wars. That's how. <laughs> um, he's got and but he's 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 being held together by basically what's left of his hatred in, uh, in the force. Cause like, if you look closely at his like spider legs, you can see that there's things floating around them. So it's, they're very loosely held together by the force. So she creates legs that are a little more permanent. So he doesn't have to concentrate on that as much. And he can actually calm his brain and start to think clearly and actually develop strategies and, uh, and become a force to be reckoned with. So she pulls him back from the brink of insanity to whatever you want to call him at that point. Okay. And, and who, I, I, I don't, I don't remember if that's her last act or not. If, or if, or if, uh, if she's still out there somewhere. And who writes all this stuff? Uh, the, the guy with the hat. Dave Filoni. Filoni directed some of these episodes, but I don't remember who. Well, actually I know that. Some of the, the the those early ones with Mother Tolls and the, the, when she's first introduced, I think those were written by George Lucas, one of George Lucas's daughters, not the fighter daughter, the other daughter. Oh, <laughs> she's the best daughter. <laughs> <laughs> she gets a switch. Last, the wrong son died. <laughs> oh, oh, Dude, Cox. Oh God. <laughs> 
I gotta give her a swicky. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, as far as I know, that is the end of the story for for Mother Talzin. Yay! Uh, but she does. She does. <laughs> appear, she she appears over about nine episodes of the series. So, um, it is that she does have some significant storylines in terms of uh, the canon. Uh, the the just the the all through the Clone Wars and the some major characters she has a lot to do with. I th- I'm telling you, Dave, you would really enjoy a few of these Clone Wars episodes. Why do you say that? Because, like you always said, if it's not you know, didn't, George Lucas didn't do it. I don't, I don't like it. It's not a movie. You would enjoy some of these. Episodes. I should I should go through the entire yeah, series. Katie Lucas wrote it. I just looked it up. So that's a Lucas. That's kind of close to him writing it. If Amanda Lucas wrote it. I'd be watching it. This is this is what I'm going to do for you, Dave. Over the next several months, I'm going to watch the entire Clone Wars series, and I'm going to whittle it down from 120 episodes to like three, the, the 50 episodes you need to see. Ten minutes. I will, I will I will whittle out the crap so you can go season one. You can watch these five episodes, and season two you can watch these four episodes. Did you say 50 episodes? Yeah, it was on for That's only 25 hours, Dave. That's almost. It was on. You, you it almost was, get it, it done like in a day. Twenty-three episodes, I think, something like that. Oh my god! So <laughs> I whittle it down, so you can just so you don't need to watch it. You don't need to see the thing with this poisoned iced tea. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's a bad one. Yeah, iced tea, the rapper. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey man, don't you poison my iced tea? <laughs> colors, 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 colors. He's a Darth killer. <laughs> Uh, That's funny. <laughs> I was one of the people that bought body counts. Body count tape before Cop Killer was taken. Before off? I have the I have the Cop Killer version of Body Counts uh, LP. Yeah, body counts in the house. Body count. Body count. That's the whole song. Body counts in the house. And Cop body Killer. Count. Yeah, I bought it. I bought it right away. I bought it like the day it came out, and then it was like, "Ooh, we can't have this." And yeah, it was banned. And uh, you know where it is now. I don't. In your son's room. Your son's listening <laughs> to Wherever right I now, left my Rocky Run medal. <laughs> yeah, my Rocky Run medal is back on the steps of the art museum. I'll tell you that right now. Oh. <laughs> Where's it at, Dave? I don't know. I left it there. I don't even think I, I took it. I don't know what I'd do with it. Left it at the Are restaurant you serious? As a tip. I probably uh-huh. did. We went We went out to breakfast. Uh, Lou found that cool place. And uh, I think I left it on the table. You know, I don't know. I had a Bloody Mary. It's the last thing I remember. So, yeah, it's gone. So sad. You uh, achieved that. I'm upset. Why? <laughs> I'm not a sentimental person like you. you no, keep, you're not. You keep everything. I. That's my problem. I'm a hoarder. Yeah. <laughs> Your kids got a big <laughs> job in their hands when you finally cruise. I. Yeah. I I haven't I haven't flushed my shit in, in years. Oh, <laughs> I need a ladder to get on the toilet. <laughs> I save everything. I have uh, some some behind the scenes information here on. Uh, oh! <laughs> so she was voiced by Barbara Goodson, who does conventions. We have not met her yet. I think she, I think she went to a convention that Chris goes to, but Chris refuses to spend his money on on Clone Wars autographs at this. I'd rather do the the movies first, and then if I'm really 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 bored and have some extra, then I'll go there. So Barbara, she she has done conventions, but we neither of us have gotten her autograph. She's probably most famous, other than Clone Wars, 
She was, for those who are just a little bit younger than us, uh, she was the voice of Rita Repulsa on Power Rangers. Rita Repulsa. Was that the bad? No. She was the, the, the Asian lady. Well, she was the, the, the main bad, bad lady. Okay, yeah. She's not the she wasn't the she wasn't the lady. She was just the voice. Right, yeah. Yeah, no one was. Her, Brian Cranston was a voice on that thing. That's right. Yeah. Uh her design was ba- her design on the on the show was based on an early uh character design for Darth Maul. Actually, it looks uh, like Darth- it was based on Rita Repulsa. Now that I look up Rita Repulsa. <laughs> it is a little bit. By uh she was designed by Ian McCaig, who Chris and I have met and do have on our posters. Um and but the first time that she was made, she she does have an, a really awesome, awesome action figure uh, that comes with Darth Darth Maul and Savage Press. I think it was a Target exclusive. But the first time she was made in toy form was way before the Clone Wars cartoon even started. Chris and I used to collect these little Star Wars miniature game. Yeah, yeah that's stupid. We never <laughs> figured out really how to play it. Yeah, but they and I I, I remember having this. This little this little toy or this little figurine of Mother Talzin. And they just called her a, I think they just called her a, a Sith witch or something like that. <laughs> Sith witch. A Sith witch. <laughs> Go in the kitchen, fix me, me a Sith, Sith witch. witch. I'm kinda hungry. Make it a Dagwood. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so that's uh that's all I got. On Talzin. When, when you say designed by this guy, do you mean like he was an artist? Yeah, he was one of the the concept artists. And did he just work on Clone Wars, or did he work on the actual movies? He, uh, Ian McKaig worked worked on the trilogy, and I think he I think he did do some work on Force Awakens. So he he was coming up with like character concept sketches and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's character cool. sketches and uh, you know environments and ships and that sort of stuff. Do you know any other characters that he is responsible for coming up with the? The you know the look of them mm-hmm. off the top of my head I can't think of anybody right now. Well, that's a cool job. That's a cool. That is like one of the coolest jobs. Like somebody writes it, but then they give you some specifications and say, "Come up with what this looks like." And those talented guys come up with that. That that's one of the coolest jobs of all those guys. And I, and I, I said before in Force Awakens, the thing that was best about it was the creature design of all of those things. The, those guys yeah. are so talented. It's so cool to see what they come up with. And I was looking at this. It's it's neat. I mean, it's neat just to look at. And the backstory is good. I, I may watch this. Oh, Dave, I watch with you. <laughs> it, it's only it those, the three episodes are <laughs> yeah. only about an hour and 10 minutes, maybe. Something like that. A little less than an hour and 10 minutes. You'll love it. Well, I don't know about that, but I will. You'll I'll, I'll try and watch. Appreciate it. You're gonna shoot your TV like Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that TV. The, the shot TV? TV. Yeah, it's in the museum at Graceland. Oh, that's cool. It was supposedly watching Robert Goulet. Well, I don't blame him then. Goulet <laughs> staring contest. You and me. You win. <laughs> you always do. <laughs> we were watching Will Ferrell, the best of Will yeah. Ferrell, yep. all day with him. But yeah, that TV is in the museum in Graceland with a with a bull. I have a picture of it actually. That's awesome. Was down the was that down the little yellow room in the basement? 
It's in the one of the back rooms, and like when you go out of the main house, mm. there's like all those museums. In fact, the one room that they call the trophy room, which has like all of his awards and stuff, was the racquetball court. I remember that. I remember that place. That's he. He, he was there uh, on the morning that Elvis died. Elvis went out there, played racquetball, and this is how the legend goes for Elvis. He was out there playing racquetball. He was coming back with whoever he was playing with, and it was raining out. And uh, the guy looked at Elvis, and Elvis looked at him, and Elvis said, raised his hands up, and the rain stopped, and Elvis said, Marion, you just got to have faith. And then they walked in, and then he went, I got to take a shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's, I mean, that's a short version of the story, but supposedly Elvis just like looked up, raised his hands, and the rain stopped. So they didn't, they didn't get rained on as they walked into the house. You're damn right. (laughs) That's funny. It's tiny. Be, look at that. Look send, at that house. It's huge. I'm going to send Chris a request to play Battlefront if that story went any longer. It's <laughs> yeah. over there, man. I'll be happy to play you around. Look at that video game. It's huge. Tim, great job. Tim, great job. Thank you. Matt, you got some feedback for us? I got some feedback for us. We'll go to the email because we're a little behind on that. We got some from last year to catch up on. This one is from a Scott from Australia. Subject is a longtime fan. He says, good day, guys. And that's it for my Australian accent. I'll read it normal now. I finally have the time to put finger to keyboard and tell you how much I appreciate the work with the podcast. The ones I mostly listen to are Swick, Grady's, and Dial-Up Movies. All right. I hope Lou's listening to this. I was a contributor to the Swick names back in the earlier times, and I even got Chris to read the Death of Yoda comic bit on one of the shows. Wow. Oh. That must be during your solo dramatic reading days, yeah. which I've been hearing more of. I, I've just put the uh, everything we've done on Neo's as on a 24-hour streaming feed on Mixler, and I heard one of those the other day. It was the one where you were doing the Boss Ness and you shook your headphones off. It was hilarious. <laughs> we got to do that again. Yes, yes. He goes on to say, it's funny, it's raw, and I love it. Thanks again, guys. You have a lot of Aussie fans. If you ever decide to do a Comic-Con or Supernova in Australia, you would certainly be well-received. I have a suggestion for Swick and the Gradies. Hermie Odie, the weird-looking guy with the blood and shit on his mouth and eyes. And I know that's one I think Dave talked about a while ago doing, didn't you, Dave? Or am I imagining that? No, you're right. You're or, absolutely was right. Was it Odie or Odal? Odal, Odal I think sorry. Yeah, I read that as an I. That is definitely an L. Yeah, he's a real huge, one of those huge characters, I think. And uh, last but not least, suggestion for the Gradies. And for the love of Christ, will you do Crocodile Dundee already? I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Love to all and Merry Christmas, Scott. That's how how I, far behind we are in emails. This was before Christmas. Yeah, I, I know. Have, I know who. I know who this is. Scott C. He's been a longtime listener and and supporter. He's a really cool guy, and he has always wanted us to do yep. Crocodile Dundee. He's a cool. He is a cool dude. Yeah, that's him. That's him. I see his full email address. That is definitely Scott C. Okay. I am. I'm. I'm hoping his girlfriend's name's not keyboard. Now, now, now go back, Matt, and read the beginning of, of his email. Oh, <laughs> get it. Fingers to keyboard. There you go. There you go. All right. Uh, next one up. Subject says, Swick and Live Show says, hey, guys, I've been listening to the show for a few years now, and I always love the work you put out. I want to take time to write to you and let you know how much I love the new additions you put in the show this year, namely the call-in feature and live shows. Have you ever thought about adding your recording sessions as part of the live feed for the new year. Just an idea I wanted to pass along. 
Uh, thanks a lot for all the hard work and time you put into the show. It's one of the best out there, and I can't imagine my week without it. Happy New Year, and can't wait to see what's next. Signed, Jared. Well, as far as I, I wouldn't put the our recordings out live uh, as, as a regular thing because just tonight proved. Well, first of all, we kind of catch up like from the last time we recorded, so I don't think anyone even wants to hear that. And then we wasted a half hour of me having computer problems, and no one wants to hear that. So it'd be hard to do that on a regular basis. But having said that, just this week, we started a conversation about a really big live event and doing something live with Swick and a lot of other shows. So I guess my real answer is stay tuned for more on that in the near future, I hope. And last but not least, our Patreon supporter of the week, which actually this all falls right in the line because without our Patreon supporters, we wouldn't be able to do any of these things we just talked about. And randomly pulled from the cards I printed out is Jericho... Tabor or Tabor? I'm not sure how to say your last name. I hope one of those was correct, but uh, Jericho is definitely, I think, the correct pronunciation. So thank you, Jericho, for your contribution, and thank everybody for their contribution through Patreon. They help us, they've helped us grow the show almost immeasurably, and if you want an example, or an explanation, I should say, of that, Dave and I sat down with Quint, who's on a couple other shows on News As as well, and we went through everything we did in 2015. It was actually quite a long conversation, and we really couldn't have done most of it without everyone's support. So thank you, Jericho. And thank you everybody else for your support. And anyone that's interested in joining in on that support, you can find our Patreon page at patreon.com slash news as. That's thank awesome. You. It is awesome. Is it, is it, his last name was Tabor, not Tambor? Like what? No, no, no M. That would have been cool. <laughs> I support your show. Jericho, change your name. Do it now. Do it now. <laughs> Go to the social security office or whatever you have to do to do it. Just do it. Do it. Do it. I want to do it. And how many? And what is our? Uh, I was just asking you about this before, Matt, because you've been paying closer attention to the Twitter feed than anybody else. They could contact us on there as well, yep. right? Yep. So, what is our Twitter handle? And you said there's like over ten thousand people yep. on there. Already. It is at Swick Podcast. And we also have one for Neo's Az at Neo's Az, but at Swick is only uh, it's all Star Wars related. Neo's Az is everything else. I actually urge everybody to follow both so that they don't miss anything that we do, especially that big thing I just alluded to in the last email. But at Swick Podcast is for sure our Swick uh, or our Star Wars and Character Podcast. In fact, I'm glad you mentioned that because I did have a Twitter one I am highlighting to make sure I read. In our next feedback segment, because that's been sitting out there for a while. Thank you awesome. for that reminder, Dave. You're welcome. Chris, do you tweet? I, I do not. I don't know how that tweeting shit works. I think that you should start tweeting. No, I, I don't have time to tweet. That takes less time than Facebook, because you're only allowed a certain amount of characters. It actually takes more time sometimes, because I want to finish out my entire thought, and I can't, and I have to revamp everything I did like five or six times. Really? Yeah, when I'm trying to announce something or say something and I run out of characters and like the most important word is cut off. I'm like, Oh, I have to recraft this whole sentence again. It's actually a good exercise in creativity, bad exercise in writing. Cause then you start talking like a caveman. <laughs> I want to see Chris tweeting. I don't, I, I don't even do Facebook much anymore. I, just, I, I go in there and tell people what I'm seeing and that's it. I, I used to go in there and post everything. It's cold out here, Sen. It's stupid. Look at this rumor from MovieWeb. Yeah, I gave up, I gave up on that because Matt always used to comment, it's MovieWeb, dickhead. Yeah, pretty much. 
<laughs> so movie web sad. is the biggest bunch of lies anywhere on the internet. Yeah, it, it really is. And maybe just at the age now where I don't care about all that kind of shit. You know, I have, I have a hard time taking a shit more than tweet. You know, <laughs> that's when I tweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should try that when I'm shitting. Yeah, you're right. Tweet. <laughs> I caught that. Um well, thank you very much, Matt, for those. You're welcome. Thank you for the people who wrote in. Without that, I would just sit here and went, no, I ain't got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. And thank you to everyone that voted in the Swickies. And especially the one that we put up for, uh, you know, the co-host of the year or whatever it was. Most people wrote, and it was really nice of them to say that they they couldn't pick a person because all four of us work so well as a team, and we all have our own roles and all that kind of stuff. But it was really nice of everybody to say that. Some people had no problem picking you and Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking about the people that were oh. nice enough to say that they couldn't pick anybody because because it's a it's a team effort, and I don't know that that's even true. Yeah, my team. Because <laughs> because somebody did point out to that Matt does you know ninety whatever percent of the work. So you know from that standpoint, it isn't a team effort. But <laughs> as far as the episodes go, and that that was nice of of everybody to say that. All those years of you saying, no one likes me. Everyone hates me. Dave, say people love you. Well, I think that the that the, I just was out there a little more this year than others. We'll do it again next year. And and uh, <clears throat> I'm sure the results will be different. Maybe. <laughs> Tim's going to rig it. This is Star Wars artist Kevin Lyle from NorseLegion.com, a wretched hive of scum and Star Wars jewelry. Um, <clears throat> well, well, Dave, I'm not near you, but guess what time it is? Psst, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what Tim, time? Do, it. do it, Tim. The Lyle Files. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, like the trivia. <laughs> time, actually, good. it's Lyle the Files. Are out there. It's Lyle's Files squared tonight. Ooh, yes. We got to do two questions to make up for the uh, lack of the recordings last week while Kevin was out smoozing with people way more important in the Star Wars community than us, like <laughs> that director guy. <laughs> Jar Abrams. Yeah, that guy. Dave, do you score Dave? Because I don't, I don't. I have him right here. Right. Chris, you actually are not in last. <laughs> Tim is in last with eight. Suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it, suck it. Wow. Suck and then, it too. And then you have nine. Ooh. And then Matt has ten. Ooh. And I have twelve. Wow. Cheater. So by the end of this uh, two-question uh, thing here, we could have a different leader, depending on how things go. Won't be me. No, it won't be you. <laughs> well, so how do you want to do this? You want to do two at a time or go around two times? Go around two times. That's what I was thinking, yeah. too. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Who's first? I forget already. Chris is first. Chris, first. you got number yeah. 91. 91 full of fun. Oh. Fun. There you go. That's Sergey Fedorov's number. <laughs> 91. You ready? I'm ready. What other name is the Imperial Probe Droid also referred to? Craig. <laughs> 
What other names? Imperial, Imperial. I've, I've been playing Battlefront so long that it's always popping up too. Uh-huh. Every time I see that now, I'm gonna think, Craig, we gotta go out there and kill Craig, Joey. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Tim is, that's one of Tim's best impressions. It is, only, yeah. Second only to Duallin. Hey, everybody. I'm hey, Duallin. Everybody. I'm Duallin. How is he not a Christmas ghost? <laughs> or Star Wars Christmas ghost? Instead of Porkins. <laughs> I was listening to that one at the gym the other day. I was on the treadmill, and I was laughing my ass off. I can't Ow, breathe, Duallin. I can't breathe. I'm Duallin. Drink <laughs> that, you rancor, you dick. You dick, <laughs> and he, and you know what he sounds like? It's like it's like not only the the way that he talks, but the syncopation of the way he talks. He sounds like when Conan O'Brien does Wiki Bear. He's like, hey, I'm Wiki Bear. He hasn't done that in years, man. Yeah, Wiki Bear. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I don't know that one. Look at Wiki Bear, and that's Tim's Do Allen. <laughs> Can you play it one more time, Matt, for me? What other name is the Imperial Probe Droid also referred to? See, it's going around. It's going around Hoth. Doing I that. I think Dave knows the answer. I'll give a. I'll give a, uh, a. A hint that only Dave would get. Maybe Matt. What do you mean, Dave? Shake your right. blood. Shake your blood. With Lemmy. Dave Grohl. Um, <laughs> I don't get it, but monkey. I know Chris don't get it. That's the help of me at all. If it's not the Hooters, Michael Jackson, I'm out. Is a video with a bunch of suicide, tattooed suicide girls? No. Um, <clears throat> I, I remember the, I remember Han and them talking. Oh, boy. I don't know. We're in a Tim level <laughs> explanation now, your answer. I know, I know, I know. Um, <clears throat> I, want, I want to say like it's something so stupid. There? No, I'm here. I have a hint for you, but it's probably not going to help because you've probably never looked at these names. I will. I'll, I'll take a hint. Anything. It's, anything. it's in the title what? of one of our our Christmas parody songs. Why is he getting hints? Dave, he's you shut your mouth. You come over here and you tell and you tell me. All right, you hop in your car and come over here. All right. All right. Thirty inches. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you in two hours. Why? Uh-huh. Why are you giving? Why are you giving him hints? Because he's never going to win. Come on. The only thing he's going to yep. win is that bullshit popular vote about who's the favorite Swick host. <laughs> I don't know. It's some kind of robot. I don't know. It's a probe droid. I'm combining. I'm combining them. I'm going to say it's a pro- probot droid. <laughs> All right. Let's see. The answer is probot. Yay! <laughs> I had no idea. Robot, probot, probe. Give me four points. Bob Probot. So did he did he get that? Yeah, why not? He got it. My hint didn't help him. He had no he doesn't even know the name of his songs. I know it was a probe droid and it's a robot, so I just combined them, thinking I was totally fucking wrong. Alright, well he's tied with you now, Matt. That's fine. Who it's who was me? Yeah, you. (laughs) That was the other guy. You're tied with Kevin Lyle. Third You're tied place. for second place. Oh, second place? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm on you. All right, it's my turn. All right, number 96. Or upside down, number 96. 
<laughs> In The Empire Strikes Back, was Luke's Tauntaun male or female? Ooh, balls or vagina? Did he do that again? I, I, no, I okay. got it. He says girl. He says easy girl or something like that. So That's female. pretty good. Yeah. The answer is female. How uh, you doing, you girl? <laughs> Tim, you got to tell that story. <laughs> I think we've told that story about Kenneth Keith Callenbeck. <laughs> he says he's dead, right? He's, he's He is dead. He died in Thanks jail. Oh, really? He tried to... He tried to kidnap a young girl. Oh my god! Um, yeah, he he was like he was driving on the. I mean, this is this is what I heard. Kenneth Keith Callenbach, who was one of the Howard Stern's whack back yeah. back in the nineties. I met I met him when he I was working a autograph signing with the all, all four of the original members of Black Sabbath. And he was waiting in line, and I went and I got his autograph for Dave. And Dave, you probably still have that somewhere. I have it. I can I could go get it and take a picture of it right now. It says, Dave, you suck. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Kenneth Keith Callenbach. It's on a folded up piece of notebook paper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, but yeah, a few years ago, he had some a run-in with the law where he tried to abduct a girl off the side of the road. Yeah, I'm reading about it and, now. Uh, he was in prison and then died. I don't know if it he was a contracted pneumonia while he was while he was being held. Yeah. So yeah, he's uh no longer with us. He tried to kill Howard Stern the first time that I ever saw him or knew who he was. It was an episode of their Channel Nine <laughs> show. <laughs> like have MEDs or something all over his body. Yeah, I'm in mean, a shoe or something like that, and they were bowling. It was Howard Stern was bowling with like all these crazy people, and his shtick, Kenneth Keith Callenbach, was that he could blow smoke out of his eyes. Yeah, he Shit. would he would inhale the smoke and then he would pull his eyelid down and try and blow ah. smoke out. He never did it. Yeah, he like <laughs> his eyes would water. He'd be pretty much poking himself in the eyes for like ten minutes, and his eyes would just be pouring out. <laughs> Tears from the pain and nothing ever happened. Yeah, and Stern thought it was hilarious, and it was. And they were bowling, <laughs> and he tried to like he had like uh, some homemade bomb on him that he tried to detonate, and it didn't work. And Stern was like, he just he just had a bomb on him. He tried to kill him. They kept having him back on. Yeah, he was on for a while. I, I think they stopped having him on after they went over to Sirius. Yeah. They, well, they got rid of most of the whack pack after they went over to Sirius, I think. Died in Media, Pennsylvania, not far from Allentown. There you go. Yeah. Oh, well. Yep. In 2008, I, I just heard about that, this. Hmm. I remember at that uh, at that signing, he was trying to do like a stuttering John thing. He had like a little like tape, tape recorder. He was going to try to ask stupid questions to to uh, like Ozzy and Tony Iommi. And, uh, but I... I don't think Stern ever played it, and, and if he even tried to ask the questions, they were probably like, "Oh, hey, fuck off!" <laughs> All right, Matt, it's your turn. All right, number ninety. What odds does C-3PO give Han Solo for successfully navigating the asteroid field? Oh, Christ! Oh wow! I don't know. I know it's some long number. Uh, I have eight an idea. Thousand nine hundred forty-two. Point seven to one, and I, don't even I think know I know saying. it. I think I know this. Really? Someone so? posted this recently on our Facebook. I'm just guessing. It's like three thousand twenty-one to one. I think that's wrong now. <laughs> I, don't know I want to say three thousand nine hundred seventy. Right. Mine was eight. I don't even know what I said, but I know it was eight thousand something. So I'm sure it's wrong. 
Let's see. The answer is 3,720 to 1. Where he got that number, I got no clue. (laughs) (laughs) His ass. What if if Matt was like 800 points away? I would give it to him. 800 points away. I would. Hey, it was four numbers. Oh, no, I did a point. So, no, it was five numbers. I really fucked up. I suck. All right. Tim needs a number, right? Obviously. Give me a number. That's a stupid question. 100. (laughs) Oh. 100. 100. Last question Kevin wrote and probably will ever write for us after this bit. (laughs) What species is Grand Amalthron? I know this one. Tell me out. Uh, oh shoot! What species is he? I, I was—I immediately thought Grand Moff Tarkin, but oh fuck! That's the bad guy from the the original the, yeah. the original sequel to Return of the Jedi before the Force Awakens. You could say, yeah. yeah. The first First Order. Uh, yeah, he's he's a he's a blue blue annoyed. I have no idea. Blue annoyed. Is he blue? Yeah, blue is, that, is, he, is that when you blow the little guy that ruins your pizza? <laughs> yeah. I knew someone's gonna say that after I said the noid. Yeah, <laughs> it's a blue noid. Yeah, um, tomato sauce over your uh, face. I, you pizza? I no, I blew a noid. I was gonna say blue man. Blue man group. <laughs> blue man group. I'm gonna I really redeem myself know. and say it's say it's chiss before I play the answer and see if I'm right and see if Tim's wrong. The answer, he is a chiss. There you go. I knew oh. that one. Never. So Tim knew my Never. question and I knew his question. <laughs> Neither of us got points. Yeah. Uh, dang it. All right. On it's round been a while two. since I read those books. They're great books, but that's a detailer. Well, they don't matter anymore. Two. So it does. That's according, true. According, that's to right. Disney, according to Disney, not according to us. Out the window. Go on. We honor all stories. All right, Chris. Round two. 79. 79, feeling fine. Give me some wine. <laughs> My Valentine. <laughs> My Valentine. Nick Valentine. Valerie. <laughs> Valerie. Trying to find my soundboard with that one. I used, I, used to, I used to come to a stupid course class, Dave. Remember that? We used to, like, at nighttime, we used to, like, rehearse for, like, whatever in Broadway shows. Whatever. <laughs> whatever Broadway shows. We, yeah. sang the, we sang the Boogie Woogie Boogle Boy of Company B with choreography. Wow. I think I think we saw Family Ties. I used to come there after watching Family Ties or something, wearing a brown leather jacket, thinking I was Nick. What an <laughs> ass. Yeah, you would you would you would you would say that a lot. I would. You and then stage you go. I've never been together for a million years. Sha-la-la-la. And after my demon lover used to wear like demon <laughs> demon horns. <laughs> Did you, I was teaching you watch Halloween one time. Did you watch uh, Airport Disaster, the uh, asylum picture movie where he played the pilot of a doomed plane and Meredith Baxter Burney was the president? What? I, yep. I, I did not know. <laughs> it's awesome. Awesomely bad. <laughs> All right. Number 79, Chris. You ready? Feeling fine. Drink some wine with Scott Valentine. <laughs> How many members are there in the Jedi Council? Oh, I, the first thing. Was eight that pops in my head, and it's probably wrong. So I'm gonna go with. I will, I will up it. Maybe it is eight. Um, <laughs> one. I know what. Fuck it. First thing that came to mind is eight. Eight. Feeling great. Masturbate. 
<laughs> I'm going eight. All right. It's probably 12. The answer is 12. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Whatever. <laughs> Matt, can you do me a favor and just edit out all that and just when I say it's 12 and then have that my answer? No, I can't do that. All right. Shit. If I was a favorite go? panelist, I, I'd be able to. Dave, can you edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> no, because Matt does 95% of the work on the show. It still sounds low. It? Hey, shit. <laughs> it still sounds low. <laughs> it's my turn. All right, 89. What is the name of the First Order starter store in The Force Awakens? Are you kidding me? Dave's favorite question. Let's go. If you don't know this, then you did not read the article I posted this week. I read the article you posted with the characters. Uh, well, the answer was in there. <laughs> Star Destroyer. The Star Destroyer. See, Tim doesn't know. I know it. Uh, You know this, Chris? No. Chris doesn't know it. Matt Matt does because he wrote the article. This is the first Force Awakens trivia question. No, it's not. Adam Driver. Oh. Poe Dameron. Yeah, that one too. Come on. Where you been in 2015, Tim? First post-release. Post-over. That's full. Ah, you beat me to it. (laughs) I don't. I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't know. So I'm gonna go that they went along with the ideas from the others and came up with some kind of like menacing word. So I'm gonna call it the annihilator. Will be one. All right. Here's That's the answer. A guess. The answer is the finalizer. Ah! What's the largest slip in the first order fleet? I'm gonna surprise you. It's the finalizer. Oh. <laughs> Jacko. Oh my god. We used to talk about Jacko early on the the early episodes. Oh yeah, we did. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It's a callback, like five years ago. Scott C from Australia probably liked that. Isn't Jacko Australian? Yep. And that's why I think that's why I remember the name because I thought of that when I wrote the article. (laughs) Typed out finalizer, and I'm thinking, what's the largest ship inside the first order fleet? I'm gonna surprise you. It's a new finalizer. I think he's still alive. Yeah, he is. Well, he was. When he was on our Christmas special, because we put that commercial in, and I was curious, and I looked him up, and he looks relatively the same, just obviously 30 years older. I think that I, I'm not, I mean, I've gone on record about the writing in that movie. I think Annihilator is better than Finalizer. Don't you? Nope. It's better than <laughs> Executor. Or Executor. Executor. It's Executor. Jacob. Look at that guy. All right, so that's a wrong. So that's uh, 0 for 2 on this part of the trivia. Matt, it's your turn. All right, number 80. 80. On what level of the Death Star was Princess Leia being held prisoner? Oh, fuck. (laughs) Impossible questions. I don't know. Um, The upper level works. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with, I'm going to say. Something. Um, I'm going to say it's like the entire, like the level is like the detention level. I'm going to call it like the detention. I'll call it, I'll call it the detention level. Oi! Because I don't fucking know. Detention level is my final answer. The answer is level five. <laughs> so she was at the bottom of the uh, Death Star? It's right above four, you know, Matt. All right, who's up? Because I'm done this stupid game. Timothy. I think, I think I'm up. 
Tim's next. You keep picking nineties. Let me dig at the bottom of this thing. Seventy-eight. All right, seventy-eight. How much older is Padme than Anakin? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna say. Ah, uh, she's she's either four or six years older. Yep. And whichever one I choose is gonna be the other one. That's that's what I did, Tim. <sighs> Fuck me. <laughs> um shit. I'm gonna say she is four years older. I'm gonna say she's supposed to be twelve and not fourteen. She's four years older. She's supposed to be twelve in Phantom Menace? I b- believe she's supposed to be twelve. Oh my god. And he's supposed to be and what is she eight. doing ruling a planet? What was it again? 78? 78. The answer is five years. Oh! <laughs> so not four or six. <laughs> just just <laughs> split the difference, Tim. Shit. Four, six, it's five. So, so close, Tim. Shazbot. Shazbot. <laughs> Shazbot. All right. So now that we're all caught up on trivia, here are the current scores. Tim still has eight. And then Chris and Matt have ten. Ooh. Oh, my God. And I have 13. So. There you go. We're all caught up and it's getting to be a nail biter. It is. Biting my nails as we speak. It's getting to be a pillow biter, everyone. Bite pillow biters. <laughs> well, thanks everyone out there for listening to Tim discuss about Mother Towson. Join us next time when we discuss the Weakway species. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information.